Gentlemen, welcome back to the DWI Podcast. My name is PC Tony. I am your commissioner and the commissioner of the United States. I went old school just to see who would jump in there. Of them damn dare Americas, and I am joined, as always, by the MVP of the chair shot. His mama made him mash his M&Ms. He's Christopher Platt. Greetings and salutations, salutations and greetings. If you're listening to this on a Saturday morning, you know whether or not the Cavs advance to the playoffs. I don't yet, so don't spoil it for me. I'll spoil it for you right now. They didn't. Uh, And also joining us is none other than the trickster of the chair shot himself. He's funky fresh in so many ways. He's AJ Belez. And I'm not stuck at work for once, having to work for 12 hours in a row. Ugh, yeah, I'm back. <laughs> Welcome back, Jack. Uh, episode 320 of the DWI podcast. PC Tony, Christopher Flat, AJ Belaz, DPP out on assignment. He will return in two weeks. Set your calendars. It'll also be his birthday, BTW, guys, when we record in two weeks. <gasps> oh, with hair plugs, and he's, he's going to have that weird yeah, bushy the... <laughs> ginger mustache where they look like walruses. You know he's what I'm talking the, about? He's on the Joe McHale side of the game. He's getting back into it. <laughs> Shout out to DPP. All right, folks. Well, why don't we go ahead and uh, just let everybody know what's happening on the 320th edition of the podcast known as Dizzle Wizzle Izzle. Well. I guess I'm going solo with these uh, sheet. Nothing. Going solo. Yes, much like your love life. (laughs) Whoa, 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 whoa. I got two hands. I got two hands. Oh, so it's a threesome, huh? You, Pamela, you, Pamela, and Henderson, huh? In Henderson Cooper. You, Pamela, and Henderson Cooper. Uh, that's like what you're doing. Why do you got to do Cooper like that? Flat. They call it a threesome when it's you and two other people. A twosome is you and another person. But now we know why they call Adam handsome. <laughs> Bob. Yep. 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 
This week on the this week on the podcast known as DWI, Rob was good. Hand sold and Gretel, right? Hand sold and Gretel. Raw was good. We got trivia. And and we're gonna talk about why you don't want your bestest friends living so very close that they can pop in at any time. Gentlemen, would you like to ask me to ring the bell? Oh, okay. Uh Tony. No! I mean I mean I mean I could do it if you want. I think I'll just rather go into soliloquy and song. You can ring my bell. You can ring my bell. Oh no. That was pretty good. And uh, since we've gotten this far into the show, why don't we take a commercial break? This is the 320th edition of the podcast known as DWI. Yeah, I know. That's how it works. We'll be right back. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. All right, Chris. Raw was good. Raw was damn good, man. This past week's Raw was actually better than the Raw after Mania. But, yeah, I was pleasantly surprised. It was so good, I actually stayed up to watch the entire episode. And, I mean, from top to bottom, it was good. I mean, it started off with the interaction with Cody and The Miz. I love how I love how they're playing this Cody thing. He said, belt. Miz goes and says, a belt's what holds up your pants. Because for years, that's what we heard you know, from Vince McMahon. is That's why he doesn't like the term belt. He called them wrestlers. Vince called them WWE superstars. Like, I really enjoyed that interaction with them. And the match, it was what it was. But, yeah, o- overall, like, Raw was just really great, man. It You know, the, the main event was cool. The Usos versus, versus uh, the Street Profits. I don't think they could have a bad match if they tried. I even dug the weird shit with Damian Priest and AJ Styles. I however it ended, whatever the hell's going on there, that was cool. Bianca had a really good promo. We all saw that it was going to be Cruella DeVille that was going to be her challenger. I think we we saw that. But yeah, just overall it was it was an entertaining episode. And and Adam, I'm I'm sure I'm missing some things, man. But what did you think about Raw? I mean, I, there probably is a couple of things that we're missing. Uh oh D- Dominic got uh Oh, Man Veer finally came. Veer. Yeah, Veer finally yeah. came. Good for him. Veer been coming for like eight weeks. Oh, I like um, I don't know if you knew this, but do you remember that Disney movie called Million Dollar Arm starring uh, John Ham when he went I, over? I think we talked about it before where he, it's actually his story. Yeah, okay. I didn't yeah. know if you were here for that episode. Yeah, because I remember Tunny and Dan. They were like, Really? Yeah. Hey, but you remember the million dollar arm reference mm-hmm. that somebody said on camera? Or yeah, one of the announcers. I, I thought that was a nice little Shout out, you know. Yeah, no, I like that. Uh, yeah, no, Raw surprisingly has been good. Like, I know everyone was blowing up about, you know, Cody and The Miz. And, you know, we actually talked about it on uh, Pod is War, Tony and I, along with the IWC War Chief. So you, could show, you should go and check that out as to my opinion on that. But the other thing that I'm loving, and I don't know why I'm actually loving it, is the whole Ezekiel Elias thing. 
it's so stupid it works it is so on brand for the shit that they pull off and it, it owens is just playing this perfectly i i know you're elias just say you're elias i don't care just just say you're elias i'm ezekiel i'm his little brother what are you talking about it's so perfect, but it remind it reminds me of, of what about Bob with Bill Murray and Richard Dreyfuss? Yeah. That's what it reminds me of because everybody's looking like, oh yeah, that uh, he's so sweet, he's so lovable. And Richard Dreyfuss like, no, this mother farmer is crazy. Why can't y'all see this shit? <laughs> so with Kevin Owens playing the Richard Dreyfuss role in this scenario, no, that's it, it's that's really good. Uh, Cruella Deville, as you said, facing <laughs> off against Bianca Belair. Um, what else was there again? God, even the twenty four seven shit didn't irritate me, or I didn't roll my eyes at. I thought that shit was it. It the was bachelor, bachelorette as party. His. I mean, really, truth's coming in at the bachelor bachelorette party. There's no more fighting for Dana Brooke until the ma- it's like truth's gonna win the fucking title at the wedding next week. PC Tunney, okay, Percival Charles Tunney. See this how you and I are both online ministers. We're really going to roll our eyes at our truth. He who is without sin shall cast the first stone. Didn't uh, uh, Pericles, Cyprus, Tunney. Didn't they already also do that whole thing with our truth pinning? I can't. I can't even keep a straight fucking face. Yo, Ray got the best one, Percival Charles. You know, Percival Charles is the best. What? Uh, that was my creation, man. I'm the first one to say Percival Charles, sir. You can't even say it now. I thought it was Ray. I said it then. <laughs> it was probably many thins ago. I'm tired. I feel like Richard. I, I feel like little Richard in this bitch, man. I don't never get the credit I deserve, man. What the fuck? Shut up. Never get my credit, oh, man. Shit. All right, oh, folks. Go ahead. Oh, by the way, folks, Adam, you're listening to the two, 320th edition of DWI podcast. PC Tony, uh, AJ Belaz, and Ray Cash here on the DWI podcast. Shut up! <laughs> Shut up! I was trying before I was so rudely interrupted over there by uh, Skinhead Jones. I, I was going to say. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Oh God, I was waiting for that one. That happens every six months when I do this. It, it does. It literally happens like clockwork. He shaves his head. I call him a white supremacist. Like it literally is on. Oh, yeah. That oh, literally God, is so what happens every brand. single time. Yeah. Hey, it's been six months. Let's pull this gimmick back out of the bag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to use it for Easter. Now we're going to save it for Halloween. If we can make it that far, I'm thinking like around Christmas time. <laughs> yeah. And then when it grows back in, I call the millhouse. Like, this is a thing. It, it, it's a thing. I'm cursed. Only but, uh, a white Christmas. Yeah, Pop. But congratulations to you, sir. You gave an excellent showing at WrestleMania in defeat versus Pat McAfee. The part I can't realize or understand is why you gave up your first name, sir. Why are you just theory now? What's happening? What's going on? Talk to us. We we, we got the exclusive. We got the exclusive right here. Theory on the podcast known as DWI about to explain what happened to his first name. The world is waiting. I I don't know. Like, me, I name, I don't know. Too many Austin, too many cooks. 
he 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 wasn't ready for for was he Teddy? He wasn't ready for me to throw him the softball, was he? I what do you I wasn't do? ready then, and I'm not ready now. <laughs> well, I have a theory about this, pun intended. But go ahead, Tony. No, go ahead. Oh, okay. Well, thank you. <laughs> so, obviously, every time I go to a show, I come back and I watch the show that I was at. You know, whether it be the WWE Network or, in this instance, go back and watch it on the CAC. Just yeah. to get that perspective, because I was in the building. You know what I mean? So, if you all remember, after the Vince versus Pat McAfee match ended... What I think happened was that somebody whispered to Vince, said, oh, Austin's music is about to hit. Because you see, when Austin Theory's music hits, Vince is looking. He he gave that look like he thought he, he was, was He was cold. scared. Like, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. He oh, jumped the yeah. gun a little bit. So I, I think that's what happened. Like, Vince felt embarrassed, and he said, God damn it, we've got to get rid of that. We've got too many Austins. From now on, your theory. Because I felt he was embarrassed because he thought it was Stone Cold's music hitting when in actuality it was AJ Belaz, a.k.a. Austin Theory, a.k.a. Theory's music that was about to hit. I, I think that's what happened and why you no longer have a first name, sir. Uh, do we just call you Belaz from now on on here? Like, how's yeah, I, this I guess so, because the other thing that we've noticed with WWE now is for whatever reason, whenever they shorten someone's name, it's always an A first name. Antonio Cesaro, Alexander Rusev. What about Biggie Langston? Well, I guess that ain't the first name, so two That's not okay. the first name. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Adrian Neville. Like, I guess I'm just yeah. Blaz now or Balls. What, what wasn't he in the Neville brothers? Was it Aaron and Adrian Neville? I wish I could do an Aaron Neville. I can't. That would be so perfect right now. But I got nothing. I, they just shorten names for the sake of shortening them, I guess. And that's not a terrible reason as to why the whole Austin thing. Nah. The, the one thing that's getting under my skin, though, and I don't know if people have seen it online, is people are... Also, Brody King himself on AEW said that Edge's new stable is a ripoff of House of Black. It might be, but they're doing it better. And, and by they, I mean WWE. Goddamn pronouns, they're, they're, they're doing it better. They're not ripping off House of Black. Everything is a ripoff, man. They're Brood 3. Everything is a ripoff, man. I know. Nothing's original. I'm Elvis, aware, but his whole career is a ripoff, but it's still fucking Elvis. Like, it is what it is. Like, everything's a ripoff, but WWE is doing it better. Hell, we haven't seen the black guys in, what, three, four weeks on AEW? AEW has black guys. I don't know. You're asking me to watch <laughs> AEW. You're asking me if I. You're asking me if I watched AEW. Apparently, the answer is no. <laughs> I just. I was just bringing up the House of Boy. Are you mean those black guys in the House of Black? Yeah, those I'm talking about black, the black those guys. Those are black guys. There's yes, actually a group. Black guys. There's yes. a group called yes. the House of Black yes. Guys. I think we have an episode. Oh, I had so many. DWI podcast number 320, the House of Black Guys. I had so many (laughs) jokes, but I can't give them because if if I said them and y'all laughed, I'd get pissed off even though I said them. No. No. There's there's a couple I wanted to tell to you, but I can't do it on air. (laughs) 
Well, yeah, the black guys on AEW, man. Alistair Black's Chris, guys on it, AEW, Chris, yes. It's, it's like when a white guy and a black guy actually are actually legitimate friends, and they feel comfortable enough to share their white and black jokes with each other. <laughs> yes, we just can't do it publicly because no. people will take it to... No. Yeah. No. We can, they don't, DW, they don't understand uh, that, yeah. DWI number 320, we can't do it publicly. I think that's the title. <laughs> It's either that or House of Black Eyes. <laughs> Jesus. But, but Edge isn't doing it better. And uh, with all due respects to Brody King and formerly Murphy, who does Aleister Black have in his stable that is as thorough as fucking Damian Priest? That's true. And you heard who uh, the two other people that they're thinking of putting in there is, right? So I've heard the delicious Rhea Ripley. Mm-hmm. I've heard Edge wanted uh, Mustafa Ali or uh, or uh, Champa, Tommaso Champa. Yeah, I had to make sure that I got his name right. Yes. Uh, who, who who's the guy though? Who who are you talking about? I mean, I heard I heard also delicious. Uh, I guess if we're gonna call this the Brood again, uh, Broodtality with Rhea Ripley. She's not delicious. Come on, man. Oh, but who's? She'd okay, break me. Cool. What are you talking about? Yeah, and you're into that. I know. Yeah. Only if it's but, real. I mean, what? Huh? Who, who's Who's the other guy though that that they're thinking about putting? I, I've heard that? I've heard Champa a okay. lot. Okay. Too, so. Now, I'm I that this is the first I've actually heard uh Mustafa. Well, that was an edge thing, but Mustafa is still kind of prasada non grata in WWE, so I'd be surprised if that actually happened. Fair. But I've heard that that's what Edge wanted. It's interesting. Um, Edge definitely prolongs his career by putting together a stable, right? Hell yeah, because that's less bumps he has to take. So he can send yeah. his minions out there to do the dirty work, and then you got to pay for the at the premium live show or premium live event to actually see Edge wrestle. Like, like they could rock this for another, what? They can get, what? It, they they can rock this until, like, fucking... Survivor Series, if they really want to. Yeah, because, I mean, uh, RK-Bro, we're working on, what, six to eight months of RK-Bro, so they could easily get six to eight months out of this. Edge's Maybe last, even take it to next year's Mania. Edge's last match, WrestleMania 39. Uh, now, I can LA, see that. Y'all coming? Y'all coming? Y'all should I, come. I come all the time, but I'm not sure if I'm going to that. <laughs> if you Please listen to Pod as were, uh, I'm very anticlimactic, so... Well, yeah, so, well, yeah, we'll get there. There's pills for that sort of thing, AJ. We'll get there. Granted, oh, no, no, no. It has nothing to do with that. <laughs> Maybe the salad every now and again, man. Speaking of pot is war. Yeah. Speaking of pot is war. Next, next Friday morning, Christopher Platt re-debuts on Don't pot is war. Don't do this. Don't do this. Yeah. Don't do this. Oh, is he? Don't oh, do wow. this. You heard it here, right here. DWI podcast number 320. Gonna be a great it's day. News to me as well. Yeah, and you're gonna. News we're all to gonna have well. a good time. We're all gonna have a good time. Old friends become new enemies. Yes, you 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 heard that. I didn't. I neither confirmed nor denied. You all know what Tunney's doing. He's being an asshole right now, <laughs> and he's thinking he's thinking that he's no locking. way. Tunney's an asshole. He's no thinking he's locked. Okay, pipe down, Junior. Grown <laughs> <laughs> folks are talking. He's thinking. <laughs> Yeah, uh, in the words of Vince Vaughn, and I'm the asshole here, and I'm the asshole. Oh, no, 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 I'm the asshole. 
Yeah. He's thinking he's uh-huh. not gonna be putting me into a corner in a box, but no, 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 no. Damn it, Schrodinger! I hope when I open this box up, this cat's alive. <laughs> I can either confirm nor deny that. <laughs> I open the box; it's alive, bitch. Shout out to WWE though for putting on an entertaining Raw, right? Yeah, I mean, that's not even me being condescending at all. Like the past two Raws, Sounds- I have been I have been sports entertained. Okay, let's wrap this kind of talk up with. What do you want to see this summer? Like, what's the one thing you want to see happen? Like, I know we talked about an edge kind of um, faction. You talked about certain women taking steps, certain men moving around different places. What's the one thing you want to see? Because this is the summer now, right? This is the land of opportunities forgotten that get paid off, possibly, right? So... Speaking of opportunities, I'd love to see Sasha Banks reverse spread eagle in my bed while she's eating out my beautiful wife. But I'm gonna leave that it, in. I mean, I'm gonna leave that in, and we're definitely gonna see a Wednesday. Um, oh, something something tells me Platt wants to leave something else in. If that's the case, <laughs> yeah, that's what I wanted to see. Goddamn, and then you get mad by my response. Well, don't ask if 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 if, if the questions scare you, um, Vincent, perhaps you. Should He's asking scary questions. Well, fine, I'll add four <laughs> letters to my question on TV. You can put that on TV. HBO. I'm cool Come with on, that. Yeah, I'm good with that, man. Just you know. Okay, fine. Uh, just make sure you asterisk realistically see on network yeah. and cable television. Okay, so we'll just be doing soft core, so you won't see the penetration. That's fine. Yeah, I was going to say put a sock on. <laughs> <laughs> you won't see genitalia. Okay, cool. That's Female fine. or male. Okay, okay. cool. We can make works. that work. That's fine. You know, L- a lot I'm of fine. rubbing, a lot of rubbing going on at the Cranberry compound these days. <laughs> fine, we'll just no, play- honestly though. Oh, no, okay. no, 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 real quick. I yeah, have, yeah, I yeah. Have a serious yeah, yeah. Answer. Oh, really? Um, Do yeah. We- seriously, I'm I'm interested to see what they do with this Cody thing because it behooves them, which means it's in their best interest and they being WWE to present Cody as a main eventer because you know, they're, they're looking at MJF and maybe even like a Jay Cargill with the, the wolf eyes from the Looney Tunes cartoons where they go, so it behooves them. This is the first defection that they've had go the other way. So it behooves them to present him in the best possible light so they can get other talent down the line. And thus far, not only are they presenting him as a main eventer, the crowd is reacting to him as a main eventer. And it's still, I know it's been three weeks now, but it, it still kind of blows my mind. It's like a reality breach seeing that iteration of Cody within a WWE sphere. But that's the most that's the thing I'm most looking forward to to see what they do with him moving forward. Also, you, you, shout out to the ring announcer actually doing a good like a Justin Roberts job of shouting American Nightmare the way that he does. If not better. Oh, and uh MVP is with almost now. So that's going to be interesting to see how far they push him. Yes, you, you, Tony, we know you said that, that was going to happen, but you said it was going to happen at Mania. It happened the fucking next day! <laughs> nobody cares what you have to say, sir. Just like nobody gives a shit what I have to say. Nobody pays attention to us. But you know what I did pay attention to, Platt? That shirt that you're wearing. 
No, bullshit. I'm not done yet. Uh -oh. We're not going to commercial. I call it commercials. <laughs> Slow the fuck down. God damn it. Listen, MGF, <laughs> NXT. Jade Cargill, yes. 100% WWE product. After that, we ain't worried about AEW right now. You want to do a commercial? Go ahead. Do a commercial. I don't really want to do a commercial, but y'all just wind me up and make me do it like the goddamn Energizer Bunny. Uh, the Jade I was Cargill, looking at I... AJ. Oh, okay. Yeah, AJ, you do a commercial. I'm going to yeah. take a piss. Yeah, do it. You already talked about yeah, Jade Cargill. Call, yeah. We're not right, trying yeah. to talk about AEW on. on this bitch. We're trying to talk about ProSNG.com. Let's hear AJ Velaz. Ladies and gentlemen, the world premiere debut of AJ Velaz's ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot commercial. Well, the reason why I was mentioning the lovely shirt that uh, Chris Platt was wearing is because he was wearing an original ChairShot.com t-shirt. Always use your head. You can find all of those on ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Sadly, there's no sale going on right now, but always keep your eyes open. Always keep your eyes peeled because you want to look good at your next event. You want to look good. Use your head. Do it the chair shot way. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Which is, it's fucking ridiculous. Like, speaking of, why is there no promo code this weekend? Like, this is literally... I mean, literally the season and the weekend that Jesus did the job. Well, he, Why do we not have a promo code on Pro Wrestling Tees? Literally, Jesus did the job. No, he, if you believe in that sort yeah. of thing, this is the weekend yeah. Jesus did the job. Well, he his did dad's the, the goddamn promoter. Or uh, is that blasphemous? His dad's the goddamn promoter. His dad's the goddamn, Jesus yeah. did the job this weekend. Yeah, Friday. As we record. I was about to say, something tells me Platt's not having a good Friday. As we record, recording on Friday afternoon, uh, you're listening. Jesus is literally jobbing. It's true. <laughs> this is Jesus job day. <laughs> this is JJD. This is JJD. Jesus jobbing day. Um, yeah, I'm going to get far away from that right now. <laughs> <laughs> I had something for that, but wait, Tony, 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 you there? Shout out to Jesus, because now, because he did the job this weekend, we all get to eat honey-baked ham and jelly beans, so we win. Nothing? I guess. Nothing? I was about to say, I'm, I'm going to be cracking a beer like Tony, probably, on that day, but not the point. The point of the matter is, we got trivia this week, baby! Oh... I know, Tony's favorite part of the entire day because he gets to drink more alcohol. Oh, boy. And I, I don't get honey bank ham because I don't eat pork anymore, but you all enjoy. Have some for me. Dyed colored eggs. Who the hell eats hard-boiled eggs? And then we dye them and put different colors on them because clearly that's what Jesus would do. 
Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, the Black Bob Odenkirk, the Black Bob Odenkirk, the Black Patrick O'Dowd, Christopher Blatt. Uh, That's the one a thing stretch. That... <laughs> Anybody ever called Patrick Black before? <laughs> or even <laughs> Patrick with blackness ah! ever? <laughs> so he, I, I, he, he's going to love that, by the way. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, oh, God. Shout man. out to 5x5 five five <laughs> with Patrick O'Dowd. What a great new show that he's got going on. Multiple guests. Uh, you're going to see a whole ton of great episodes coming up with multiple guests from the chair shot, including myself. Christopher Platt and a host of others. Maybe even AJ Belaz at some point. So we'll see what happens. Maybe at one point. We will see. Time will tell. But uh yeah, so uh Tony, I'll be nice for once in my life. Door, door number one, two yeah, or three. Yeah, door number one, blink. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Fuck you all. What's up, Pavlov dog? <clears throat> You're the one that does it. I don't. I, I didn't hear you. What'd you say? Who? Was. Pac-Man <laughs> Jones' tag team partner in TNA. Wait, I need to hear it over. I need to hear it over. I, I didn't hear it. Platt's giving you shit. I couldn't hear the question. Who was Pac-Man Jones' tag team partner in TNA when he won the tag titles? It doesn't matter. You're not going to get it right either, either way. Who gives a shit, right? I, um, I know. I actually know. I give I give any name of his. No, TNA name. G- fuck you. Come on, seriously. What do you mean, fuck you, seriously? I think this was his tag team partner. Maybe not. I mean, I think I'm wrong then. You, you say fuck I, I you, really? It's the motherfucker's real name. Oh, then I then I then I have the wrong one. I know I have the wrong one. Tony says Loki. Platt I it, says I don't know because of the blurry background. I thought it was oh Loki. shit, Jay Leather. I mean Jay Lethal. My bad. Jay Leather. But I think no, I no we're leather. both wrong. No. I knew I was. Wrong. I forgot who was his partner. Ron Killings. Uh, I thought about was Ron, it? and I said, "That's, that's right. That obvious. was his timeout. That's right. Oh man, damn it. That's why I said his real name at the end. Uh, you uh, know what? Honestly, uh, listen, you guys. I went to <laughs> I went to a raw. In, in the year 2000 and saw uh, K-Quick when you, perform. I was about to say, when he was K-Quick? Yeah, dude. Yeah, you got to get out the house, man. If you ain't been to a Raw since 2000. <laughs> <laughs> no, I said I went to a Raw in 2000, asshole. Wait, wait, wait. Was he K-Quick you, or K-Crush? You went K-Quick. Raw in 2000? Okay, listen. It was, it was, more, it was Memorial of Labor. I can't remember which day it was. A memorial of labor? A memorial of labor. I think that's we're going to have that every June 1st moving forward. So. <laughs> Question two, assholes. <laughs> All right, next question, then. Dude, every... Uh... 
y'all don't have to do it twice. You do realize that, right? Everybody wants to blame the black man, but I'm not the one that's doing it twice. You know what I mean? Oh, I know. What the hell? Well, you got Fast and Furious uh, 13 going on outside your bedroom? Man? Fucking New yeah, Jersey. Fucking always. Fucking New Jersey up in this bitch. <laughs> New Jersey. <laughs> fucking, fucking busted ass Honda Civics with open mufflers. Thinking that yeah, Fast and Furious. Yeah. yeah. Who's All right. Gonna be, by the time they get to 13, who's going to be in it? Because uh, I've, I've I've heard that Ronda might be in the new one. So by we get by the time John. we get to 13, we'll have like John Jones and Tyson Fury. No, no, bro. Fucking, uh, listen, listen. Ja Baron, Baron Corbin's going to no, join no. it. Ja, you, 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 you need more bald people? Guys, Ja Rule will be back. Ja Rule will be back. Ja Rule will be back. Derek Lewis, Sylvester Stallone. Uh, Leslie Snipes, that's what my mom calls him. Wesley Snipes. <laughs> we, we might oh, have Lucas man. Black, so we actually have something from Tokyo Drift. Steven Seagal. Elizabeth driving a car or some shit. Some Steven Seagal shit. <laughs> Steven Seagal. Oh, God, no. <laughs> yeah, this uh, movie. What? This, uh, Steven uh, Seagal okay, will just uh, drop in. Triple H, maybe? Triple Steven H, Se- maybe? No, no, stop. Steven Seagal will drop in. And he'll fucking kill five people and go and look right into the camera and go, this movie isn't important to be. <laughs> Speaking of Triple H, since I brought him up, what was his Seven. last Mania oh. match? Uh... Who did he face in his last Mania match? Oh, good question. Oh, oh. I'm going to do this while eating my food. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Platt just went like full on like I already have the answer and Tony's like fuck yeah. I know. Where's that burger from by the way? Burger uh, King. Burger King. Bro, y'all I, I, I kept telling your your brother man y'all need to go to Zen Burger. Like y'all literally have the last two Zen Burgers in the entire country in Jersey. I think he was a little sketched out by the area but y'all need to go to Zen Burger man. Even if you just get it to well, go man. It's can, it's see, an amazing experience. You can reiterate that on Wednesday. Reason. You can reiterate that on Wednesday. Yes. Yeah. You, know, you, you can tell him that. I mean the only reason why that we went to Burger King today is because uh, there's Surge over there. So we're just like yo we need yeah, to Yeah more search. things you shouldn't be ingesting into your body. Okay cool. Come on! Anyways, answers. Tunny. Tunny says. Roman. What? Correct answer. I do. I didn't spell it correctly, but you'll get what I'm getting at. Batista. Yeah, you're right. David Batista, 35. Give me what. Give me what I want. What I really, really want. What you really want? What you really, really want? I wanna. I wanna. I wanna. I wanna. I wanna. I wanna. Can't Aw. Zig, zig, the fact ah. that Triple H actually put that in his promo made me die of laughter. You beat Batista. No, Triple H did it. What the? He spice? was in the he was in the middle of the ring and he was just like and he's going over and over again like give me what I want what I really really want shut up. And I'm like Triple H just did a fucking Spice Girls reference. Nice. 
Gonna call him Butcher from now on. <laughs> True story. <clears throat> All right. So the last question. Let's see if you guys actually can remember. Or you're gonna like kick yourselves for this. What set of tag? I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you, Platt. You you didn't do it. Yay! This is why you. I actually play. did do it. My mic was just muted. Your mic did you a favor. <laughs> <laughs> What set of tag team titles did Scott Hall not win? The WWF, the WCW, or the TNA? He's won two of them, but he didn't win one of them. Which one is the one? Well, we both know the answer. There it is right there. Yes, we do. Listen to the rest of this for Alex Trebek. Uh, they said WWF, by the way, which is the correct answer. Yes, yes. Because uh, the TNA and the WCW, he won both of those with Kevin Nash. Which means. Which go means. Winner! Go winner! Shout out to God for being the promoter. Shout out Promotional to consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's Angry Lemonade. Do you have something to say, Chris? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well done. Well done. Damn. That was really good, Chris. That was I mean, I can't believe you held back there. Let me just run some uh something past you guys as we Don't look at me like that. You should be happy you fucking passed. He passed that. Now, Platt's practicing his disappointed dad look. He's mad. He's mad that I, I fucking admitted to setting him up, and he passed God, the test. I ah, screw you, man. All right. Here's what you missed. Well, we didn't cover. You never seen anyone on TV, like, just sliding off the front of the sofa with potato chip crumbs on their face. <laughs> Some people have a little too much fun on television. The soda commercial people, where do they summon this enthusiasm? <laughs> have you seen them? We have soda, we have soda, we have soda. Jumping, laughing, flying through the air. <laughs> it's a can of soda. <laughs> Have you ever been standing there and you're watching TV and you're drinking the exact product that they're advertising right there on TV? And it's like, you know, they're spiking volleyballs, jet skiing, girls in bikinis, and I'm standing there. Maybe I'm putting too much ice in mine. All right, I think Platt and I may have actually touched on that last week, but this week we're going to get into episode five. Last week was the phone message. This week, the apartment. You have no idea what an idiot is. Elaine just gave me a chance to get out, and I didn't take it. This isn't an idiot. 
Is that right? I just threw away a lifetime of guilt-free sex and floor seats for every sporting event in Madison Square Garden. So please, a little respect. For I am Costanza, Lord of the Idiots. But suddenly, a new contender has emerged. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's Seinfeld, the gift that just keeps giving. Whether or not you like the premise of the show, the topics that come up make you think about what happened in your own life. Gentlemen, okay, we took a WrestleMania break, but we're back on it now. The Apartment is a phenomenal episode. The phone message was an excellent episode as well. Christopher Platt. Let's let's talk about the apartment episode. Jerry realizes, and he wants to do something for a good friend of his in Elaine, but he realizes that she's going to be around all the time. If 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 you know, and they were former lovers. It's just not a good look. It's not something that you're comfortable with if that's your neighbor, right? Well, that's the thing, man. Because you brought this up at the beginning of this shoe talking about you don't want your friend living near you but the part that you conveniently left out that you just dropped is that yeah they were former lovers they've been intimate with each other and i can understand from a from a from a dude and from a, a, a female perspective how that could be a little weird if you're bringing girls home or if she's bringing guys home and she literally lives right above you you're going to hear whatever she has going on. She's going to hear whatever you have going on. So I can understand. Yes, I'm, I'm talking sexually, Teddy. We no need to. We didn't have to get graphic with it. But yes. So I can understand why that would be weird. I, I, I get that. You know what I mean? Uh, no, without a doubt. I actually have seen this episode in the past. I didn't watch it for the week. Because I had a bunch of other things. But I actually have seen this episode before. Because I believe it was the the apartment managers were saying that there was a death, and okay, so I do know about it, and yeah, no, just even sometimes even the thought of trying to be friendly with an ex, trying to make sure everything's good, that doesn't always work, and you know sometimes, uh, it, like you said, it could be above or it could be next door. Those walls could be thin, and you just hear pounding. So the outside storylines are the apartment managers, um, Luis and Harold or Raymond or something. I can't remember. Why Why is the one dressed like Spike Lee going to a Knicks game? Did anybody else pick up on that? I don't remember which one it was, but y'all know which one I'm talking about when I it's, say that. It was Luis, I think. He had the he had yeah, black yeah. hat on and everything. Um it's interesting because they're looking to profit off of the vacancy, which benefits Jerry because, you know, and then Kramer comes in and goes, why don't you just lower the $5,000? By the way, Kramer, for the first time, is putting some moose in his hair. Which is hilarious. But what year was this? Was this 90? Was this 90? Or, or 91. 90 or 91. I, I, I think this was 91, actually. Because I think this is also the first episode where they don't have Jerry's stand up as the intro. I could no, be wrong on that. Jerry's stand up. No, is they had a stand up one. here. Yeah. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Hmm. It's I know first... at some point that they stopped doing that, but 
I, I don't know if that's the beginning of season three. We're going to find out. We're going to find we'll out. We'll find but... out. So, so just for reference sake, if this was 91, loaning a friend $5,000 back in 1991 was the equivalent of loaning them $10,554.48 today. So it's not like a small chunk of change. You know what I mean? To the loan fact, a friend. The fact that you just went on your phone to do an inflation calculator. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, I'm trying to, you know, trying to well, bring relevance yeah, and, and context to how big of right, a deal that was. Sure. I mean, I guess five thousand well, five grand is still a lot of money but, to loan a friend, right? but 10000 is a lot more. And here's the thing, too, right? Like, that's 30 years ago, plus, like, rent was $400 in New York, in the place that where they live, apparently. That's, like, rent control doesn't get passed on to non-relatives in that area, by the way. Oh, no, not at all. Hell no. Especially right. New York, yeah. Yeah, I mean, these two are fervently looking things up right now and calculating numbers. It's kind of hilarious, to be to, to be honest. It with kind you. of, not going to lie. No, this is still bullshit because 400 today is 844.36, and you can't find an apartment in New York. and You can't find a room in New York for 844.36. Like, you, you just can't. That's just not what it is. So that doesn't even do it justice. I'm, I'm going to bring this up. I was looking at apartments like months ago and I was like, Ooh, this one says 1400. That's cheaper than everything else that I've seen around here. And I'm like, yeah, no, never mind. Yeah, so, exactly. You're going to have to move to Philly. If you want to find an apartment you can afford by yourself. I'm aware. Believe yeah. me. I'm aware. I know you are. I'm, Yo, I'm DeMarco, not, I'm, you need a roommate. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the audience. I know. I know, you know, you know better than I, I know. So yeah. Yeah. But uh, all in all, this was a good episode. And since I missed last week, I'll touch on the message. Is It's pretty bad that I've been there before where I'm like, I don't know what the fuck to say in this message. Uh, yeah, doing, yeah, do this. Yeah, that's great. Now I, I got to go up there. I got to, I got to fix this. I got to go and actually like go over there, do what I have to do and just be awkward as fuck about it. Just like fucking Costanza. But it's easier in the cell phone era, though, than they had it back then, because you can just once you listen to the message, you can press three and redo it until you got it right. Oh, yeah, no, I know that. I mm, excuse me. I know that for a fact, but. I I was the idiot who still like grew up in the in the 90s where I'm just like, I shouldn't have sent that message. Fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah, I've been there before. And then it's like, well, it's done now. So now it's just damage control. It's kind of like when the oil tanker crashes into the ocean and kills all the doves and penguins and seagulls and shit. And now we're just doing damage control. And you see Bono or, or Celine Dion or whoever the fuck wiping off the poor, <laughs> wiping off the poor oil off the goddamn seagulls and, and, and penguins and shit. Does that even make sense? And am, am I just talking nonsensical? No and yes. Okay, cool. No and yes, yes and no. But, yeah, for the apartment episode, it, it I, I always thought of that, too, where I'm like, that's got to be weird having your ex literally just be like, hey, yeah, I want to help out. There's, like, this nice area right here, like, right by where I live. Wait, why would I want that? Why? 
But to be fair, man, if you're both mature adults, you can have a relationship with people that you have previously been intimate with. It's actually a really cool relationship because in a lot of instances, they know you better than even your homies know you because you all have seen each other at your most vulnerable, i.e. being butt-ass naked. And, you know, in the past, I've had friendly relationships with, you know, with exes or not even necessarily exes, but just people that I've been intimate with. Obviously, I had to kind of, you know, let those subside just out of respect to Amber. You know what I mean? Because I didn't want to make her feel away. But if you're able to pull off that relationship, it really is a a really cool ass relationship. As long as y'all have boundaries and and you're both comfortable talking about whatever the fuck, it's a cool relationship. But I also understand why you wouldn't want that Melon living on top of you. But can we talk a little bit about my main man, George Costanza, who in the most costanza of ways goes and puts on a wedding ring thinking that is going to attract women to him. It did, but now he's fucked because they all think that he's married. And the most hilarious part about it is, had he not had that wedding ring on, those women wouldn't have given him the time of day. Did I only play the season four intro? Or the episode four intro? Did I not no, you played play five as well. Did I? You yeah, can play five as well. Yeah, it'd be episode yeah, you, so. you have no idea what an idiot is. <laughs> Elaine just mm-hmm. gave me a chance to get out, and I didn't take it. This isn't an <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> I just threw away a lifetime of guilt-free sex and floor seats for every sporting event in Madison Square Garden. Which is what makes it hilarious, because the first woman, she's a blonde. Number one, all three of them are attractive, and they're all different. The first one, yeah, she works for Madison Square Garden, and she can get free tickets to anything that you want to see at Madison Square Garden. The second one is an Asian young woman, and she's she's the one that's highly attracted to bald men with glasses, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. And then the third one is 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 a black woman who is able to have meaningless sex and maintain that relationship for years without any commitment or feelings or any of that type of shit. And they all say, "Well, damn, it's a shame you're married." <laughs> Which, what are the odds if he's not wearing that ring that they're even going to be into it? But, I mean, it's just, and maybe they were, but it's just such a George thing. Like, that's literally, and as we get further and further into, you know, other seasons, you'll see that's literally, that's literally George. That's literally his life. Yeah, just moments of, this is going to work, this is going to work. No, no, you're fucked because you decided to think of something stupid. (laughs) Fair enough. All right, that's going to wrap up our Seinfeld conversation. Um, anything we didn't touch on, sports entertainment or sports entertainment, that you guys wanted to catch up with this week? Tyson Fury is fighting later on today, so make sure y'all check that out. I mean, it's boxing. I'm a boxing guy. I'm going to find it. Shout out Nefarious Means. And if you enjoy Nefarious Means, make sure y'all go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Pick up an official chair shot t-shirt, including the Nefarious Means t-shirt. We literally have something for everybody, including Nefarious Means. It is Easter, the reason for the season. 
Jesus did the job. His dad was a promoter. You could pick that up as well. And many, many other cool-ass designs. The bottom line is, if you appreciate the content we provide day in and day out here at The Chair Shot, the best way to make sure we keep providing that content that you love day in and day out here at The Chair Shot is by supporting the movement. And you do that by going to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash The Chair Shot and picking up an official Chair Shot t-shirt. Please and thank you, thank you, and please remember, as I alluded to earlier, TheChairShot.com. We're not just a website. Dot, dot, dot. We're a movement. Where can everybody find you, my friend? Oh, yeah, and y'all can find me on Twitter at the Real C Play. AJ? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at PhenomenalAJB, AJB in all caps. And all, as I always say on the other show, you can find Tunny, myself, and the IWC War Chief on Pod is War. That is at Pod is War. No spaces at all. Uh, Tony, you uh, you came up with a new bit on there too, which God, we need to we 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 need to start brainstorming those uh topics and songs. Oh boy, yeah, we had that's news to us this last week. Next week we're gonna get into some Potter's War karaoke. We'll see what happens. Uh, you can follow me at PC Tony on Twitter and Facebook. Follow this show at Podcast DWI uh, on Instagram too, as well, I believe. Uh, in addition to Facebook, and uh, yeah. You know, uh, and and if you had any problems with the uh, show or you wanted to take it up with our complaints department, uh, go message uh, at DPP. And shout out to DPP, who's going to be back next week, looking like no, fucking uh, Wilford Brinkley two with diabetes. With diabetes, not next week. Yeah, why y'all step up? Why y'all stepping up my joke, man? Next that week. shit would have been funny. He's if not going to be back next week. Ride. He's not going to be back next week because you were wrong. <laughs> Who cares, man? It would have been funny. You're gonna be on on pod. That was funny. That was wrong. But if y'all would just shut the fuck up and let me land my joke, the shit would have been funny. It's too late now. That would have been a weird ass landing if you already started bad. No, who cares? It would have been funny. Nobody gives a shit when it's funny. If it's wrong, it was funny. That's what counts. Accuracy doesn't count. Funny does. Y'all fuck my shit up. We haven't heard much of it, so you can probably still tell the joke. No, it's gone now. The moment's passed, man. We're done. We're done here. Just wrap us up. Take us home. Take us home. I don't care. You forgot. Kaz about to play. You forgot? No, I forget. (laughs) No, I forget, motherfucker. It's just done now. Kaz about to play. Take us home. No, no, no. You're not going to Jedi mind trick me, motherfucker. <laughs> Who the fuck you think you talking to? I'll keep you until halftime, motherfucker. Tell the goddamn joke. No. No, because it's not going to be funny now. Your boy probably wasn't going to be funny before. <laughs> it was funny to me. I don't I would have popped it. Listen, I, all over honestly, it. I couldn't tell you if it was funny unless I heard it. Perhaps you should have let me tell it then, huh? Yeah, his joke's on I, you, motherfucker. Ha, ha, ha. I would love ha, it. Ha, hell. I'd love if you'd tell it right now. I'm sure you would, but I'm not. Yeah. Please? Yeah, I'm not. Please? No. Maybe it's like over. It's, it's, it's over. Can it be like an Easter egg after the, after the song, or? Yes, I have an Easter egg in your backyard, so let's wrap this up and you can go find it. Probably, go dig up your yard. It smells like a rotten egg. <laughs> and you bet. Listen to another edition of the podcast known as the 
W. W. I. 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 Y'all should think about cameras and electric fences because Christopher Platt, he might just leave an Easter egg in your backyard. Chairshot.com. Always use your head. Jesus.